0: this is brian stark live
1: and now your host brian stark hello folks welcome to brian stark live you've tuned into the program where every thursday night at seven you meet knowledgeable people who teach you the art of success in real estate finance business and life Whether you're a real estate investor, a landlord, a property manager, a lender, a broker, a seller, a business owner, or want to be one, or just an interested, valued listener, this program has been specially designed, yes, custom engineered for your infotainment pleasure. If you're listening on a Thursday night, I'm coming to you live. And our phone lines are open, so do pick up the phone and give me a call at 216-578-1490 with your questions, your thoughts, your comments. If you're listening any other time, you're listening to our archive shows at SoundCloud.com or iTunes, and I very much appreciate that. Hey, I want to welcome our Facebook friends and family to the air. Great to have you all on Facebook Live. It's a great way to watch the show, and it'll be on Facebook forever. I want you to know Brian Stark Live is sponsored by my own funding company. we real estate financiers arranging financing for your investment real estate deals nationwide. We have great loan products for your fix and flips, 30-year fixed-rate loans for your one-to-four-unit rental properties, and the best deals around for short-term loans on multifamily and mixed-use buildings, all nationwide. We finance all types of commercial real estate. If it can be financed, we'll finance it. Call me today at 917-791-4190 or email brian at starkworld.com. Stay tuned. I have a very special show for you. Remember that our lines are open at 216-578-1490 if you're listening on a Thursday night. For your questions, your thoughts, your comments, right here on Brian Stark Live. Folks, I am so pleased to welcome to our air an international, best-selling, award-winning author. Dave Cook is a leading authority on sales training, coaching, and sales motivation in the United States and around the world. With 30 years of experience in the corporate world and a proven track record of highly successful sales experience, David has written a fantastic book. We're going to learn from it very shortly. He's won the CEO Club for Outstanding Sales Achievement, the President's Club Award for Outstanding Sales Achievement, and the Joe Berneski Leadership Award for Outstanding Leadership Skills. Wow, Joe Berneski must have been a pretty important guy. He's been a guest speaker at conferences all over the country. His expertise in sales helps him demand as a sales trainer and motivational. It keeps him in demand as a sales trainer and motivational speaker. His way of motivating those around him, bringing people to a level of excellence, is unique. And many people find they've never, never seen a sales trainer like him, and I'm one of them. I have to tell you, when I met Dave and when I saw his videos and started listening to him, I realized he is by far the best sales trainer and the best sales writer that I've ever, ever heard. He's written a fantastic book, How to Be a Great Salesperson, by Monday morning. Right now, you're going to learn how to be a great salesperson by Thursday night. It's Dave Cook. Hi, Dave. How are you tonight?
2: Uh, I'm great. Thank you for that intro, Brian. Yeah, doing great. Thank
1: you. So great to have you with us. Uh, I want to tell you that our our, uh, listeners on the air, I'm sure, are going to get a lot out of this and our uh, Facebook friends and family will as well. Um, Mm -hmm. We could have gone through a, a dozen different ways to do this show, but we decided to go through your top 10 of 49 sales tips that you teach in your book um so right. we're gonna have to move quickly because each one of these has such great depth and such great information but before we get to it i want to just ask you a, a question I, I know that your story is pretty cool you were broke and you were looking <laughs> for a career you were a young guy you decided to get into sales everybody told you you couldn't make any money uh mm-hmm. you you had this dream of buying a fancy corvette which we all know is an expensive car back in those days yeah. it must have been about 12 15 grand when you started Um mm-hmm. uh, Which was like an annual salary for a lot of people, but you proved everybody wrong, and instead of three months, you bought a brand new Corvette. How the heck did you do that? Desire.
2: (laughs) Bottom line. I mean, it it was a burning desire. It was like nothing was going to get in my way. I had to have that car, period. You know? So uh, I mean that, that's the key right there. And then this, I was a freshman in college, and I got a job selling air filtration units. It was my first sales job ever, right? And, and it just so happened. My mentor was absolutely awesome. My desire was off the charts. And within three months, I had the cash to get the new Corvette, you know?
1: So, Dave, you didn't know the 49 sales tips that you teach in your book or the 53 mm-hmm. or 54 that you teach in your executive course. You didn't even know the top 10 that we're going to go through in a few minutes, but you had burning desire. So to me, I'm guessing that means that you worked really hard. You learned all your information. You knew your product. You studied your prospects. You knew who you were going to talk to. And and hopefully you had a good product to sell and you were at a time in the economy when people needed it. But for most of us, that's really just not quite enough. Like I want it bad, but I'm not making a million dollars this year. I mean, I'll do okay, but burning desire is important, but pretty soon you added other things because you can't just want it, can you? Well, I mean, that, that's the root of it, you know,
2: it's, it's, I mean, there's a difference between desire and burning desire, as you know, I mean, burning desire, I mean, you will find a way where you would not find a way if you just have a desire, like, oh man, I'd really like to have that, you know, but no, if it's a burning desire, keeping you awake at night and it's just in your gut, you know, you'll... So you know, you'll find ways that you wouldn't normally find, you
1: know. So, so how do we know if we have burning desire or if we just want something?
2: What's the if it difference? Keeps, yeah, if it, if it keeps nagging you, you, you know, and, and you, you put it aside for a while, boom, it comes back again. You put it to the side, oh, it comes back, you know. That's burning desire. I, and basically,
1: What's that? Can't get rid of it. Can't get away from it. It's just there all the time whether yeah, you like it yeah. or not. Yeah, that I got I've got to have the success. Yeah. i got to make these numbers, i got to show them that I'm yeah. the best there is, etc Well, it, it's, yeah, it's kind of like when you I was just
2: going to say it's kind of like when you go out on a limb, right? You just go out into an unknown area. Well before you know it, everything's mm-hmm. known. You, you find ways to do things that you wouldn't normally know how to do. It just oftentimes just comes to you because it's new. Yeah, you know, there,
1: there, may be some, there may even be, when you get to that level, there may even be some divine inspiration. I'm not preaching yeah. here, but, you know, there may be something even outside of us that that moves us along and, and helps us get there. Uh, obviously, you and I have both been selling things for a long, long time. I've been selling real estate finance and real estate deals for a long time, and you've done other things. Um, let's get into the list because we, we only have an hour, and it's such a powerful list and so many important. <laughs> Here. Yeah. Obviously, if you got your book, uh, How to Be a Great Salesperson by Monday Morning, they would get these mm-hmm. tips and, and 39 others. And uh, so, folks, you can go to davidrcook.com and, and get the book and learn all about Dave. But let's, let's jump into number one. One of the things that's cool is I've learned how to include these tips not just in my sales presentations, but also in my emails, also in my texts. In any communication mm-hmm. that I do with prospects, um, and even with customers, existing customers, I try to include some of these concepts all the time, and I've found it's remarkably powerful. Like, I get better results more quickly and more reliably when I use these. So number one, and I think this is, this mm-hmm. is maybe one of your favorites, is make your customer laugh. So do we mm-hmm. have to become Jack Benny? Do we have to become a great comedian?
2: no 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 and by the way my book was written in chronological order it's like what you should do to be great chronological order just do these steps okay but the number one and the most important first th- very first thing you want to do is you want to get your customer laughing because it's a proven fact if you get someone laughing they're on your side and it's usually self-deprecating jokes that work best you know something like man if you hear something creaking that's my bones i just can't take this cold weather anymore <laughs> you know you make your customer laugh
1: they relax so so this takes a little practice for some people. My dad, I remember, always had jokes up his sleeve. Boy, any he would. My dad was a lawyer and he and many of my radio show listeners used to love hearing my dad on the show before he passed away. He always had jokes. He was very good at it, very natural at it. I'm not a natural joke. Teller. I have a brother who's a natural joke teller. He used to be my co-host on the show. Uh, I'm not a jo- natural joke teller. And I'm also not self-deprecating because I don't like to make myself look bad. It's something that I've tried to learn not to do, and maybe I need to learn around that or a different approach. What What would you say for people who are not natural joke tellers? They're not natural comedians. They're not naturally making yeah. fun of things uh, well, well, it, to help yeah. look for humor.
2: Yeah. Well, the thing is, I mean, you don't have to tell a joke. It doesn't have to be – it's not telling a joke, you know. It's just anything – i mean just try to think anything like silly you know like i remember when i used to demonstrate this product you know when i was a freshman in high school when the first uh, freshman i was freshman in college and i, mm-hmm. I used to take off I, I i would say excuse me do you take care if i take off my sport coat they'd say go ahead i'd take off my sport coat and then i would i would look at the customer and go oh my gosh this isn't the shirt with the hole in the back is it you know I mean, <laughs> there silly. you go yeah yeah it's and they would start laughing they go no 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 you know it, it, but they would laugh. But see, you know, people pay comedians, millions of people are just dying to laugh. They want to laugh. So you get them laughing. But just try anything. And once you get two or three of these jokes down, they're yours. Your customer, you, you've heard them a million times, but your customer will only hear it once, you know. So
3: just try I, I,
1: anything. I, 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 I used to work when I was an older teenager. I used to work in a restaurant. And guys would come in with different dates, you know, different weekends and stuff. And uh, I I used to I used to have this line. I would say, "Wow, she's much cuter than the last one," you know. Oh ho. And, and that yeah. I I always found people loved that. They they laughed and they relaxed and they would always uh you know order extra wine and stuff. I don't know if it was yeah. because of my joke, but it's it's sort of like what you're saying now that I think about it. It was like a standard line, one of my standard lines that I would use, yeah. and uh, you know it made people feel good in a way, but also it was funny, you know. Anyway, yeah, well, yeah, probably just, not yeah, just, if I said somebody with, with, when he was there with his wife, but you know. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah, with well, just just a few silly little things. But Like said, all you need is one or two or three because you're going to be using those over and over. But like I said, self-deprecating things usually works. You know, that's
1: just something silly,
2: you know.
1: There you go. All right. So number one, make your customer laugh. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and your key takeaway on this says make them laugh whatever it takes. So what you're seeing here, if I read it properly, is that this is very, very important. If we're looking at this as real education, we have to take this seriously. When you say whatever it takes, that means you better learn a couple, three funny things to say. Yes. You better yeah, 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 yeah. Open that mind to not be so serious, not take yourself so seriously and find a way to make your customer relax through humor
2: yeah yeah it, it's just critical like i said it's not telling a joke it's it's just something all these pants look at these i couldn't believe the way that's ah, something you know follow it up with something just anything silly you know because when sure, you get someone sure. laughing they, they do relax and they give you credit and they like you all oh, this guy's funny this is going to be fun you know and, and happy people listen happy people buy
1: there you go all right let's move on to number two the importance mm-hmm. of enthusiasm now I don't think there's yep. a salesperson in the world who's not enthusiastic about their product. Hey, look at this great milk, look at this great computer, let me show you the mm-hmm. new, you know, the new car model. Wait wait till I show you this new cell phone that you can buy, blah, 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 blah. But there's a difference mm-hmm. between just being energetic and actually being enthusiastic. What do you think? Mm-hmm. What what are your thoughts on that?
2: Well, I mean, be,
1: any way you can get to be excited is, is
2: really a good thing. I mean, if you're excited about your product and everything, and that's great. So the whole thing is that, is that your, your attitude is your customer's attitude, period. If you're in a great mood, they're in a great mood. If you're not in a great mood, well, we don't want to even go there, you know. But you yeah. just have to be excited. You, you have to get excited.
1: Would would you say that if you're having a bad day or if you're not in a good mood, maybe you should avoid making sales calls that day? Yes, yes.
2: Here's the thing. You get to your door. You get ready to leave your, leave your house. If you're not excited, if you're not pumped up, if you're not into it, stay home. Don't go out. Don't go out into the world. Just stay home because you're going to blow deals. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, very good. Like say, you, yeah.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead, please.
2: Well, I was just going to say, I was going to go into, um, you know, I mean, there's times I have to, you know, I mean, I I do affirmations all the time. I am the words I am are extremely uh, uh, powerful, extremely powerful, excuse me. You know, I am confident. I am strong. I am blessed. I am, I am, I am. But I have a way to get yourself into a super mood. Like if you're not in a great mood, I got a way to snap yourself into a great mood.
1: And that is what?
2: Oh, there you go. And actually, I'm yeah. And actually, I learned this from Tony Robbins way back, long time ago. Let's put it that 1999, I think, way back in the 1900s. But okay, here it is. Yeah, way back in the 1900s. But but to get yourself into a super mood, I have done this so many times. You know, because you know, I'm generally 90 percent, yeah, you know, happy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, 10 percent sometimes. Anyway, it's just what you do what you want to do go go into a room it's just you there's no sound there's no nothing and and just think you know think about the happiest time in your life the absolute happiest time in your life it could be your first date your first kiss when you got married when your child was born whatever it was think about that you know bring it into your body feel the whole experience lock that into your brain okay just lock it to your brain and the next time you you're out it's a sales call or whatever it is, but you got to get excited, then boom, bring up that moment and suddenly, ha huh, you're all happy again. You know? so I mean, my, I like my it, happiest it. moment. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, my happiest sort of like moment was when my
1: son. Go ahead.
2: Well, oh, 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 I was just going to say yep. that my, my happiest time in my life is when my son was born. So if I need to get all jacked up again, it's just, I think of that and I'm like, ah, huh, I'm back. <laughs> I'm all happy. There you go. <laughs> Let's do something. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's sort of like the method acting uh, concept where, yeah. you know, an, act, an actor needs to uh, play a sad part, an angry part, whatever. They yeah. find that place in their, in their life history and go there. Yeah. And they bring yeah. that part of history. And so that kind of feeds into tip number three, which is super mood. You say a super mood goes beyond enthusiasm. You know how it's possible yeah. to uh, how it's possible to jumpstart. You can jumpstart your attitude as well and that's what you talk about thinking about the ultimate happy time in your life
2: yeah so, that, that is the, that is the super mood that is the super mood. i mean it's one thing you know be excited you're all excited everything else and that's great but when you need to kick it up a notch or 10 that's when you do the exercise i just mentioned
1: and it seems to me you know many of us make 20 30 50 calls a day you know we're talking to people mm-hmm. i think i'm gonna try mm-hmm. an exercise tomorrow and i just sort of came up with this before I yeah. dial the phone, I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna think about a happy time just for a split second. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, you know, put it in my head because usually we're just like, Oh, I gotta call three more guys, I gotta get this done before lunchtime, I gotta call this guy before yeah. two, I gotta get you know yeah. instead of making it part of the rush, I'm gonna try to make each call a special moment that's living and breathing on a happy moment of mine. How about that?
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I used to uh, when I was going into the office and everything, you know, um, what I would do is like when my hand touched the door to open the door to walk into the office building, the whole building, when my hand touched that door, that's when I immediately click to when my son is born, when I, the happiest time of my life. And then I walk in like, huh, oh, my God, I'm all happy. <laughs>
1: you know, so that's great. That's what, that's great. That, that, yeah, yeah, that's great. it works. We're going, to, we're going to take a break in a moment. I want to remind our listeners to pick up the phone and give us a call at 216-578-1490. Very unusual opportunity to talk with a great internationally known sales trainer like Dave Cook. You can also go to davidrcook.com and find his book, find his training. Uh, and when you do and you register, you're going to get these this top 10 list for yourself. David, they can download it at your page, right?
2: Yeah, well, actually, they can go to my website at a number of places. Just, you know, get on my email list, the Dave Cook Sales Family, call it what you want. Get on the email list, and you can download these tips I'm talking about, plus a bunch of other tips coming your way.
1: It's really Fantastic. good stuff. So let's, let's go to number four before we go into the break real quick. Number four okay. is the importance of benefits. Customers purchase oh, yeah. the benefits they receive from your products and services, not the product itself. You say stress the right. benefits, ask what for me. Um mm-hmm. I, I think we, we've all heard the, you know, many examples of, of selling the benefits. And I, I know you like the baseball one. So share with yeah. us, what, what is the concept, selling the benefits?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, people do not buy products. People think that people buy products. They don't buy products. What they buy are the benefits they perceive from that product. Okay, so let's take like a baseball. The product doesn't matter. I'm just using the baseball, you know. They don't care about the cover on that baseball. They don't care about the stitching on the baseball. What they are buying is the fact that they can play catch with their kids. They can hit a home run. That's what they're buying. They're not buying the ball, okay? They're buying a home run. So, you know, Playing catch with their kids. So if you're selling a baseball, just say, "Oh yeah, hey, you play catch with your kids." Don't go out in the weeds with the leather and the stitching. They don't even care about that. So stay focused on the benefits.
1: I really, I really think a good example of this in the golf world. You know, you'll they they give these golf balls all kinds of crazy names. It's the XL four thousand, the AZ, blah 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 blah. (laughs) They'll say it's got the Vulcan core, this core, that core. But the thing that everybody wants to read on the box is how long the ball goes how far you can hit the thing yeah there you, know? you go there you go yeah the benefit that everybody's yeah. getting is oh if i buy this ball for six dollars a piece it's going to go farther you know yeah, uh, oh, nobody, yeah absolutely. nobody knows about the chemistry of what's inside that thing or what kind of rubber or whatever nobody cares anyway yeah they
2: care. no they're they're buying that 300 yard drive or 250 or whatever it may be
1: yeah that's right Wait, if you know where there's a 300 drive ball, I'm going to go out and buy some right after the show. I know. When
2: I said that, I thought, "Is that right?" I don't play golf. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. It
1: probably does work, but not for me. That's the problem. Nah. Well, <laughs> yeah. we're, going to, we're going to take a quick break here. You know, maybe, maybe tip number 11 is going to be playing golf. I mean, like that's a big sales thing, right? Playing golf. Anyway. We're going to uh, take a break here. When we come back, we're going to move on to tips number five through ten with David R. Cook, the author of How to Be a Great Salesperson by Monday Morning. Obviously, Dave, uh, that assumes that you start reading the book on Friday night. But if you listen to our show here, you're going to be a great salesperson by Thursday night because the show's on Thursday. We're getting it it right now. (laughs) Yep, absolutely. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 216-578-1490, folks. Uh, Ask Dave any questions that you'd like about sales. Uh, Ask me any questions that you'd like about sales. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be back in just a couple of moments. Folks, stick around. I'm Brian Stark, and this is Brian Stark Live on 1490 AM WERE.
0: For more information and the latest updates on the coronavirus, text the word virus to 60796 any time of day. Text messages and data rates may apply.
4: This is Vince Robinson inviting you to join me and Hamtonio on 360 Info Network, Saturday mornings at 11 for vital information, food for thought, and insight you won't find anywhere else on your radio dial. From scholars like Professor James Small and Dr. Renoko Rashidi to Dr. Kwa David Whitaker and author Wayne B. Chandler. Tune in to AM 1490 WERE and remember, know yourself, love yourself, be yourself, and make it a great day, Cleveland. Peace.
3: At times, the path to recovery from a mental and substance use disorder may be unclear. But laying a strong foundation with the support of others makes all the difference. For information on mental and substance use disorders, including prevention and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. This is Kathy Hughes with Radio 1
0: encouraging you to use a mixture of caution and compassion to assure safety during this COVID-19 outbreak. Be sure to take all the necessary precautions, including washing your hands for at least half a minute. Avoid unnecessary close contact with others. Stop touching your face, eyes, or mouth without first sanitizing your hands. And if you do not feel well, please stay home.
4: This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters. Urban One and News Talk 1490.
5: You know how they're always saying new year, new you? I'm gonna change that and say the best thing is new year, new ride. And the folks at Kia of Streetsboro are there to show the best for less. Right now, at Kia of Streetsboro, get a brand new 2021 Kia Forte GT for only $1.99 a month with only 99 cents down. That gets you a sunroof, leather, Harman card and audio, and a whole lot more for less than a buck. You can also get the Forte for 0% financing and no payments for 90 days. Kia of Streetsboro at 480 in the Turnpike in Streetsboro. Close to anywhere in town and worth the drive for the savings. Swing by or online at kiaofstreetsboro.com. Kiaofstreetsboro.com.
0: 2021 Kia Forte GT stock number ME318399, 36 month lease, 10,000 miles. Does not include tax title stock and acquisition fees to well qualified buyers only. Must finance through Kia Motors Finance, 0% finance, and through KMF for every $1,000 changes to payment $15.15. 15. You're listening to Brian Stark Live on Cleveland's News Talk 1490 WERE. And
1: now, back to your host, Brian Stark. Welcome back to Brian Stark Live. I'm Brian Stark talking tonight with Dave Cook. He is the author of How to Be a Great Salesperson by Monday Morning. And like I've said before tonight, if you're listening, you're going to be a great salesperson by Thursday night because Dave is giving us his top 10 out of 49 sales tips from his book. If you uh, go to davidrcook.com, you can not only find his book, but you can find his masterclass and a whole bunch of other great downloadable stuff. Um, you know, I've got a couple of people on Facebook Live who've posted a couple of great comments. First of all, uh, Bart Brunswick. Thank you, Bart, for being with us tonight. Best way I can think of to be a great salesperson is to sell something you truly believe is good. Oh, if you, 100%. the item or concept that you're selling, all the easier and ultimately, uh all the easier and ultimately better the result absolutely and of course uh you know i i can testify to that bart what you sold for many many years was the best it always was the best and uh you know it, it was it was probably not all that difficult to sell such quality that you did he was in the floral business and we knew each other for many many years uh so thank you for that great comment paul Kessenbaum says if you have time after the top 10 Uh, how to best overcome the stalling objection from customers. So, Dave, let's work through the rest of the top 10, but let's talk about that stalling Mm -hmm. objection at the end. All right, Mm -hmm. Rhonda Mullins is on the air. Hi there, Rhonda, mortgage broker, good pal from Tennessee with her adorable little doggy Bruno, who we love so much. Okay, (laughs) Uh, tip number five, the the most stylish dog on the Internet. You got to look up Rhonda Mullins and you'll see her dog. He's he's awesome. Rhonda Mullins. Uh, Right, do it. See, Rhonda, you're famous. You know that. Uh, you the importance of urgency, a reason to act now. If you do not mm-hmm. give your customer a reason to act now, then why should they? So mm-hmm. help us understand how to use urgency in a variety of situations because sometimes the customer is not ready to buy. But, of course, mm-hmm. we all want the sale now. You know, we're we're in the business of closing deals. Right. we got to pay ourselves phone bill on Friday. we got to pay the mortgage. we got to have some money for a vacation. we got bills to pay. we got to have the deal closed, man. How do we get urgency conveyed to our customer?
2: Yeah, this this goes along with the stalling that the the person just mentioned here a second ago. Yeah, yeah, urgency. Yeah, you, you, it's like you know, uh, make them laugh, enthusiasm, benefits, urgency. See, it's all the steps of to a sale. You know? but urgency it, it's you you have to think of a reason to give. If if you don't give a person a reason to act now, then why should they? You know, like we said. But but the thing is, uh, urgency. It could be. You have to have a cutoff time, some kind of cutoff time. If we can get this done by the 30th, I can do that. If we can do this by the 15th, I can do this. You know, whatever this or that may be. But there has to be a date because... the hottest anyone will ever be about your product or services when they first see it. That's the hottest, okay. And of course, we all like one call closes, you know. And often you can, you know, get, it, you know, sell it then. But you know, come up with some urgency. Okay, you know, well, when should I get back with you? Um, okay, let's set up a time. Let's set up a time. Just some type of we if we can do it by then, we can do that. Some kind of a cutoff date. You have to have that,
1: or or, or your how- sale will just. How challenging is it to stick with those uh, those cutoffs? Like for example, if, we, if you if you close by the 30th, we're going to give you a you know half a point off or a you know five percent mm-hmm. discount. What if they come back yeah. on the first or second and say, hey, I still want that deal? Then we have to be tough and say, no, I'm sorry, you really needed to close by the 30th to get that deal. Or do we just go ahead and break down and give them the deal anyway and teach them that they mm-hmm. can work us?
2: Well, yeah, it depends. I mean, on the person, I mean, there's been times when I've said, no, sorry. I mean, I said the 30th. There's been other times when I've said, uh, well, okay, I can still do it for you. It's all right, you know, without, you know, being, being a good guy, you know. Generally, majority of the time, I mean, the cutoff dates. Yes. I mean, I've had people, Dave, I tried everything I could to get this done by the 30th, but the boss wasn't in. I couldn't get the OK. And I'm like, OK, OK, Ron, it's it's all right. We'll make it work. Don't don't worry about it. You know, but at least, sure. you know, come come in with a date, some kind of line in the sand, you know, or yeah. your sale will go into La La Land, you know.
1: Absolutely. Now Rhonda Mullins makes a very good point right here on our Facebook Live saying uh, mm-hmm. interest rates are on mortgages are absolutely urgent, especially right now. Block oh, today or you them. can't make any promises. So some of us are in businesses where we're selling or representing a product or a service that is, you know, bigger than us. It's it's something that we're yeah. selling that comes from somebody else. And uh, you know, the price is the price is the price. If you're talking about mm-hmm. interest rates, yeah. She certainly. I actually had a guy uh, yesterday ask me, um, "What kind of a rate could you give me if I buy a house in a year?" And I said, "I have no idea. (laughs) Not a clue. No, no way to know. You know, we have a new president. The world is. We have a a virus. Who knows? You know. So I, I suggest you buy it now, and I can tell you exactly what I can do now. Anyway, that's a very good point, Rhonda. and thank you for that. Okay. Tip number six. Your customer's name. Say your customer's oh. name over and over. Oh. This is one of my uh, Everybody, this is so critical, critical, critical. It's just
2: amazing, okay? The sweetest sound to anyone's ears is the sound of his or her own name, okay? You cannot say your customer's name too many times, okay? But here's the deal. Okay. Always say their name. Let's say you're getting to a real heavy-duty part, or a, a wow factor in your presentation, right? You know, it's, you know it's a wow factor because you've done this so many times. You know what the wow factor is now whenever you say someone's name, you have their undivided attention. Think of it. It, it, It's been programmed in a sense, birth from our parents. They say your name, you listen, Uh, like I say, Rhonda, Uh, Rhonda just perked up a little bit. So when you say, so before you get, before you get to your wow factor, first say your customer's name, you own their thoughts for three seconds. Okay. Then deliver your wow factor. Okay. And also every time you say their name, you're bonding, you're getting a little closer, but Time it, those wow factors. Don't forget to say the customer's name first so you have their undivided attention for your wow factor.
1: Now, obviously, Dave, this could get Dave a little crazy, Dave, by saying, you know, somebody's name <laughs> too often. Dave, you could Dave. just kind of throw their name in, Dave, and it would be a little yeah, bit overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's a professional way to do it. One, one uh, trick that I got from this was to include my customer's name or my prospect's name more than once in an email. You know, we tend to say, dear Bert, blah, 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 buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, please buy my stuff. Thank you very much. Signed, Brian. Instead, I tried shortly after I learned this, I tried the idea of finding a place toward the end to use their name a second time and then kind of wrap up. And I was amazed twice in one day people responded that usually don't respond very well. So I found mm-hmm. I found that putting the customer's name in an email more than once helps. It actually, it seemed like it was a superpower.
2: I do it all the time, all the time, especially, you know, at the end, like you said to Dave, it's a pleasure speaking with you. And I look forward to talking to you again on the 18th. Oh yeah, Dave, sure. They, they'll get back to me or, you know, yeah, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Yes.
1: Yeah. 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 It was, it was very good. It's, it's a great tip. I, you know, I, I'm not sure uh, if I mentioned it earlier in the show, but I actually keep this list of ten of the forty-nine sales tips on my desk. I have it printed, mm-hmm. and here it is. Mm-hmm. And I actually put it on my desk and refer to it every so often, and just kind of try to include some of these concepts in my daily work. I really love this. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And, and no. Real quick, if I may, I also put their name in the subject line. Okay. Say I have an email going. We we have a meeting at ten thirty, and I you know, and they're not there. I'll send another email. I'll put Tom. Tom, are you there? And then, I'll tr- Tom, trying to reach you now. So I, I go subject line. I go, you say their name, you got their attention. They can't help it. It's, yeah,
1: it's, absolutely, you know. absolutely. And that's not a cheap trick, by the way. That's just being kind. That's just being, that's just relating to another human being. Yeah, OK, Let now here, here comes something that really takes some practice, but is really, really, really powerful, Dave. Um, mm-hmm. And that is, yes, questions. Your overview yeah. says always ask questions throughout your presentation. Teach us about asking yes questions and the power of that.
2: Well, yes questions. It's, it's kind of like the more times you can get someone to say yes during your presentation, the the, the more, the higher the chance of getting the sale. It's like, that's pretty nice when you agree. Yes. Isn't that good? And, and plus you're testing the waters along the way. And this part right here, that's really great. What you say, yes, yes. You're getting them to nod their head up and down. You're getting them in a yes buying frame of mind. So that's what you want to be. You like Nice. You like that, right? Yes. You know, like I say, you're getting them in a the buying frame of mind. Plus it's a way for you to test the waters along the way.
1: It takes a little bit of practice to think of what the yes questions might be. But you, you your, your idea here is that you always want to ask questions where the answer yes. has to be yes to say yeah, yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do just simple little things like, uh, you know, like pretty neat, huh? Oh yes, 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 yeah. Can you, can't you see how that work out well? Oh yes, absolutely! Yay! Great, great.
1: And it, it seems it. like a, <laughs> like it seems like a cheesy sales technique, but it really works, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, it does. It does. I, I know. Yeah, it it, it does kind of seem that way. It, in a way, but yeah, it does work. But I like it because you're testing the water at the same time, you know, because you can ask somebody, you know, pretty, pretty neat. huh? wouldn't you say, and if they give you an enthusiastic yes, that's pretty cool. And if it's not, then, you know, but like I say, you, you, you're testing the water, you, you know, finding out how enthusiastic they are. So sure. I, I, I've done it all my life, all my life. Pretty neat, huh? Wouldn't you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so I recommend <laughs> it. I recommend it.
1: There you go. There you go. All right. We're going to take another break, our second break. And when we come back, we're going to move on to number eight, which is right now. Why use the words Mm -hmm. right now? But right now, Dave, we're going to take a break. Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) That would be that would be absolutely great. Yes. Right
2: now is the time to do it.
1: (laughs) Fantastic. Dave.
2: All right. Excellent. Excellent, Brian.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much. I'm I'm practicing right here, right in front of my audience. We're talking with the author of How to Be a Great Salesperson by Monday Morning. By the way, if you had written this book 20 or 30 years ago, you would have probably called it How to Be a Great Salesman. So I I congratulate you. for. Thank you. How to Be a Great Salesperson by Monday Morning. And folks, those of you who are listening are becoming a great salesperson by Thursday night with David Cook. You can go to davidrcook.com and you can find Dave's book. You can find his masterclass and a whole bunch of uh, complimentary downloadable, downloadable material. Join his email list. And by the way, when we come back from our break, I'm going to tell you how I met Dave first. It's kind of a funny yeah. story. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 216-578-1490 with your calls and questions right here on Brian Stark Live. I'm Brian Stark and you are listening to News Talk 1490 AM. W E R E.
3: It's Sibyl Wilkes with what you need to know today. The highly transmissible variant of the coronavirus first identified in South Africa has now infected two people in the state of South Carolina. The patients' lack of travel suggests the variant is already spreading in the community following an undetected introduction. Monday, Minnesota officials announced they had detected a Brazil variant in that state. Senate majority leader Charles Schumer warned today that Democrats were willing to go it alone on the next coronavirus relief package, speaking from the Senate floor, Schumer said that it was the preference of Democrats to work with Republicans on a six coronavirus relief package, but that if GOP senators wanted to move too slowly, they will move quickly and without GOP support. Democratic Senator Tom Carper of Delaware has introduced a bill to make Washington, D.C., the 51st state. Republican lawmakers generally oppose the effort. President Biden said he would support D.C. statehood during the presidential campaign. Please visit simplewilks.com to subscribe to my free daily newsletter. Be informed, be empowered.
0: As the weather turns bad, accidents and crashes turn way up. And when they strike you, you need to call me. I, Gary Himmel, at one 800 perp 123 I'm always here, ready to help you and get you compensated for what has happened to you, both your property damage and your personal injury. At 1-800-HURT-123, I will help you. The consultation is free, and you will see. At the end, you will be very, very happy. You need a new
4: whip, 1 800 X car. You wanna ride fly, 1 800 X car. Forget the mother dealers, 1 800 X car. North Coast Auto Mall, 1 800 X car. Hey. North Coast Auto Mall, they gon' have you riding round, something new. 99 cents down. Really? Yeah, it's true. Mm. Hard to believe it though. But trust me, people—they have tons of vehicles. North Coast Auto Mall, three locations, and they work with any credit, any credit situation. So don't worry, about, don't your worry about your credit. At North Coast Auto Mall, you can get it. You need a new whip? 1-800 Next Car. You wanna ride fly? 1-800 Next Car. Forget the mother dealers. 1-800 Next Car. North Coast Auto Mall. 1-800 Next Car. Visit North Coast Auto Mall and get a new car for as little as 99 cents down. At any of our three locations, Broadway and Rockside on the Bedford Automile, Mile, Britton Road across from Chapel Hill Mall in Akron, and Pearl and Brook Park in Parma.
5: 99 cents down. For example, amount finance equals $9,000. APR rate 24.9. 48 one payments for two hundred ninety seven dollars 97 91 cents apart credit.
0: You're listening to Brian Stark Live on Cleveland's News Talk 1490 WERE. And
1: now, back to your host, Brian Stark. Welcome back, folks, to Brian Stark Live. I'm Brian Stark, and we're talking tonight with David R. Cook, otherwise known as Dave, who has written a fantastic book, How to Be a Great Salesperson, by Monday morning. One of the things I like about this, Dave, is you don't say it exactly in your title, but what you're saying is it's very easy to learn this stuff in a very short period of time. You're not saying you got to go to school for a year or you have to take 10 classes you know, pretty quick and easy to put this stuff into your into your way of thinking. Very, very good. Yeah. During the – Yeah, this is – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you. You.
2: <laughs> I get excited. I can't help it. Now, I mean, no, this is designed to be a weekend read, period. This is all the stuff you will never, ever, ever learn in school. It, this should be mandatory – mandatory uh, required course in in business, you know, but it's designed to be a weekend read. Somebody picks up all these tips and they go in Monday morning, man. They are ready to rock, fired up and got it going. Say the name, do this. So I want,
1: I want our listeners to know that sales is going on all the time in your life. If you drive a Mm -hmm. bus, if you shovel uh, coal, if you work in a mine, if you work in a factory, if you're a doctor, if you're a nurse, if you're a, you know, whatever you do for a living, you're selling somebody on something. The dentist is selling the patient on being comfortable in the chair. The, uh, the store clerk is selling the candy bar. Every, everybody's selling something and we're all selling our spouses and our significant others and our kids and our parents on, you know, either working, working on their homework or cleaning up their bedroom or letting us use the car for the weekend or, You know, would you give me an extra $10 to go to the movies? Well, we don't go to the movies right now, but you get the idea. Um, Even the symphony is selling you on coming back next season and paying for your, you know, your annual subscription. Uh, The violinist in the symphony is selling you on enjoying the music. He's doing it or she's doing it with music. They're not even talking to you, but I guarantee you that in their mind somewhere is, boy, I hope the people out there are liking this because I want yeah. them to come back and hear it again. Mm-hmm. So we're all selling in some way. This is so powerful. I want you all to think about these 10 uh, tips and try to build them into your daily way of thinking and go to davidrcook.com and uh, learn some of the great stuff he's got there. In the break, Dave gave us a great, great, great idea. Let somebody go threaten them with getting rid of them. This I is have. my last email to you. I think I might even I call somebody tomorrow and tell them, Hey Bob, I'm not going to call you again. Yeah, well, I'm just calling today to see, Are we doing this deal yeah. or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if he doesn't yeah. give yeah. an answer, I ain't calling again. That's it.
2: You no, know, get get rid of him and move on to somebody serious. You know, get get, get them out of your life. Thing, go away. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think you know, yeah, like like I was saying, some of these people, the uh, gentleman asked earlier, and, and you, you chase forever, you know, you become like their little snooze alarm. You show up, they tap you on the head, you go away for three weeks. You show up, they tap you on the head, you go away for three weeks. Enough of that crap, you know. I can't tell you how many times I have emailed people, and in my email, I put, bob always say the name always say the name i go bob comma this is my last email to you and then i'll put i don't want to waste your time think of the psychology there i'm saying i don't want to waste his time but he knows he's wasting my time but i'm flipping it going i don't want to waste your time bob you know i I, 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 let's say i do that 10 emails eight of them will get back and oh dave i'm so sorry man i was on vacation uh, and i was this bullshit excuses you know that you know well, pardon my language, but it, but it is, it's it. a bunch of crap. It, it, it's all crap, you know, but I can't tell you how many sales I have gotten by putting Tom, my last email to you. Oh, Dave, I'm so sorry. And then I'll call him. I'll go, Tom, I just sent you an email. I, this is my last telephone call to you. Nice knowing you. See ya. Love <laughs> you it. Know? Love it. I've made so Beautiful. many sales by that. And the thing is, if they do go away, hallelujah, see ya. Bye. I'll go yeah. into somebody who's serious, you
1: know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny too, because I, I had a guy the other day tell me that I could do a certain thing that he wanted, you know, oh, you don't have to charge me very much. You could do it while you're working on all your other stuff. And, you know, oh, I don't want to pay more certain. Prices. You could just do it at the same time. I said, no, no, there's only so many hours in a day. This is how much oh. we need for this. If If, if you can't pay that, that's okay. No problem. I'm just not going to do oh, it.
2: I don't believe that.
1: I mean, I believe it, but yeah, I don't believe it. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you can't. You can't. Only really do so many things in a in a day. I don't have 38 people just waiting around to. Anyway, all right, let's go to number but, eight here. Right wait, so just
2: do this. Yeah, go. just do this. While, hey, Brian, it's like yeah, just do this while you're going to the bathroom. It's not a big deal. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, come on. Okay,
1: right. I'm, okay, I'll stop. Right. I'll stop. <laughs> Um, I I suppose that might be sales tip number 11 or 12 or 13, which is that, you know, you have a a limit set boundaries. Um, But anyway, uh, sales tip number eight is right now to use the words right now. Teach us about that, Dave.
2: I will, but everybody, I just have to brag for a second. Pardon me, I have to brag. Okay, when my book was first published, right, three months mm-hmm. after it was published, it was selected by as a top ten must-read book in sales and marketing by Top Sales World. Okay, out of the thousands of books out there, I got the, the medal and right. all this other stuff. But that's pretty cool, you know. I just had to brag. Really? Okay. cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. So right now, oh yeah, right now, I'm a, I'm a. A lot about subliminal stuff, you know, know, uh, but right now it's kind of like, you know, in in, in presentations that I do, it's kind of like we know right now we could do this and this and this and this and this, this, you know, and and right now I was talking to so and so and and we can figure that I use the words right now because subliminally, it it gives the customer a, a right now we can do this not next week, not the week after it's right now, you're kind of allowing them to do it right now it puts them in the moment you know well right now we have this financing and right now this house over here is you know so that's it's just a subliminal slip it in there right now right now right now right now so let me something right now
1: so that's what does it make the feel, feel under pressure or if it does is that okay
2: yeah, no, 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 yeah. So I'm no, just slide it in there. Don't make it just, you know, well, you know. Uh, well, right now, uh, you know, we got these interest rates that are just absolutely phenomenal. And right now, I think I can get you into that house. You know, just ease it in. You know, don't make it too much, but just kind of every once in a while, just let them know that right now is okay. That's all you're doing. It's okay to there you go. It right
3: now.
1: Yeah, that's good.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay. Sales tip number nine, by the way, folks, you have just oh, yeah. a few minutes to pick up the phone and call us right now at 216-578-1490. <laughs> anyway, sales tip number nine, why is everything Ooh. so simple? Say it's okay. very simple, your presentation. Folks, it's very simple to pick up the phone and call us right now at <laughs> 216 578 How am I doing, Dave? Oh, man, I, I'll tell you, Brian, Right now, you're doing great. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Thank you. (laughs)
1: All right. How do we use that expression? It's very simple.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So when you're talking to somebody and, and let's say that's something that might be a little difficult, you know, to understand something you're explaining that might be a little difficult, you know, don't imply that. Okay. What you want to do, you know, it's a little difficult, but still say it simple. Okay. Because w- once you know anything, it's simple, right? But if you let your customer think that something is difficult, they're going to cross their arms. They're going to block you out. Okay, and but if you say, Oh, this is really simple, you know, you just take the 2.3% over here and go with that and go with that. It's, you know, Einstein says, uh, genius is making complex ideas simple, you know, but if you say something, now here's the psychology of it all. If you say something is simple, your customer is going to relax, and they're going to open up to what you have to say even though it may be a little difficult, but just say it's simple. At least you'll be able to get through to them. But like I say, if you imply it's difficult, you don't have a shot. They're, they're, they're closed off to you. They're ah oh, leave me you alone. You know? But you know, oh, this is really simple. You know, we can get you on the thing, 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 whatever. But just use simple because that way your customer will relax. It, and it's a good thing for the customer too because they will relax and they'll be more open and they'll understand you. You know, they'll understand more of what let – let them relax. Let them listen, you know. I'm
1: saying it's simple and relaxed. I hear this concept of doing things that will help the customer be comfortable and relaxed more than a couple times mm-hmm. in your ideas here. Let's move on to number mm-hmm. 10 the assumptive mm-hmm. close. You must always assume the sale. Speak in a manner that allows your customer to feel as though they already own the product or service mm-hmm. you're presenting. Tell us about that, assuming the sale.
2: Once again, another little subliminal thing, (laughs) Um, especially in real real estate, this is really good. Always assume the sale. Whatever it is you're selling, think that your customer already owns it. You are simply showing them how to use it, okay? Okay. That's that's the, the approach you take, okay? It's like say you're showing a house, okay? And this is and, and use the word your. Very important you use the word your. You, you're oh, Okay, okay, and, and this is your dining room. Oh, look at that. This is your kitchen, okay? This is your bathroom, this is your owner's bedroom. This is your because when you say your subconsciously the person you're showing this to they think it's theirs. <laughs> Allow them to think it's theirs so they can really feel it. You know, this is your your swimming pool. So when you're all through right. the presentation, they, they kind of think it's theirs already. <laughs> it's like wow. This is your this is your deal.
1: This is your loan. This is your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your 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 your. Yep, absolutely. Okay, yeah, we've, so. got, we've now worked through Dave's top ten list, uh, his mm-hmm. ten of forty-nine sales tips you must do now to increase your sales. How to be a great salesperson by Monday morning. Folks, go to davidrcook.com and check out all the great resources. Now, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about Paul Kestenbaum's question um, about mm-hmm. stalling customers. Stalling. Yeah. How do we overcome customers stalling? Well, customers, like you said earlier, you know, be, becoming I, their yeah. alarm clock. I won't do again.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's it. They're stalling. I mean, first of all, do the urgency thing, okay? I mean, you, you have to do urgency thing. Sale, you'll lose sales. That's you know, all there is. But, but, but that's it with the stalling. They're stalling, okay, all right, okay, you're okay, but it's getting a little out of hand, right? That's like, like I say, that's when I have done this a million times. That That's when I do, I'll send an email, my last email to you, done. I'm done with you. Cut them off, you know? And, and that way you'll know, you know.
1: Right. So, Dave, we have a special question for you that I, that I want to ask you. But we're just about out of time. What is one okay. piece of advice you give to someone who's in sales or thinking about getting into sales? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, the one piece of advice I, I would give is that you want to transcend the salesperson title. You want to go beyond that. Eventually, you want to become your customer's trusted advisor. That's the title you want, okay, because a trusted advisor sincerely, truly cares about their – they put their customers' needs first, okay, and then your customer will pick up on that. They will feel that, okay, so you, you want to become your trusted – customer's trusted advisor. I, I, I'm the worst I – I have no fashion sense at all, right? Years ago, I had this lady she, in this clothing store pick out all my clothes for me, and then mm-hmm. everywhere I go, people say, those clothes are great, they're great. And she became my, become your customer's trusted advisor. That's that's the ultimate, that's where you want to be.
1: Beautiful. We've learned uh, not only 10, but 11 sales tips from you and a whole bunch of uh, micro tips along the way. We've just got a mm-hmm. few seconds left. Before the music comes up, Dave, uh, I want to thank you. I want to remind our listeners to go to davidrcook.com. There's loads of great resources. One, one of the guys watching us on Facebook just said he's going to buy the book now. I want you to yeah. leave us with a stop. Gold nugget that we can only learn from you, David R. Dave Cook. A solid gold nugget. Okay, I would say the
2: solid gold nugget is um, affirmations. That's the big one. You it, it, affirmate. You know, I am. Do those I am thing. Look up Google I am. See the power of I am. You know, I am confident. I am blessed. I am talented. I am. I am. I am. Do those affirmations so you walk around on a cloud.
1: Beautiful. Hey, thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate it and I look forward to having you with us sometime in the future. Take care. Okay, Brian. Bye-bye. Thanks. Take care, man. We've got to get out of here. I'm Brian Stark and this has been Brian Stark Live, where every week I introduce you to movers, shakers, deal makers, and just plain fantastic, fascinating people. Folks like Dave Cook. Folks, whether you're a real estate investor, a landlord, a manager, a lender, a broker, a buyer, a seller, a business owner, or want to become one. Or you're just a valued interested listener this program has been specially designed custom engineered for your infotainment pleasure i want to thank my sponsor nuvita funding we're real estate financiers arranging financing for your investment real estate deals nationwide we have great loan products for your fix and flips 30-year fixed rate loans for your one to four unit rental houses and the best deals around for short-term loans on multi-family and mixed-use buildings all nationwide we also finance all types of commercial real estate if it can be financed we will finance it. Call me today at 917-791-4190 or email bstark, excuse me, brian at starkworld.com. For information on any subjects discussed on our show, email your questions right to me. Same thing, brian at starkworld.com. I'll talk with you again next week at 7, folks, on Brian Stark Live, right here on 1490 AM W E R E. I I want to thank you all for being with us. And remember, I am... Tell yourself what you are. You're great. You're wonderful. You're capable. You're smart. You're blessed. I am is one of the most important affirmations you can use with yourself every day. Thanks to Dave Cook for reminding us of that. Make it a great week, folks.